0: The Latino population in the Midwest has soared in recent years. Many of the newcomers are from Mexico. They often find work at food processing plants, and it's grueling work. So some look to return to what they did back home in Mexico, farming. But when it comes to farming here in the U.S., they bump up against cultural and language barriers. Anna Boyko-Wyrock reports from Missouri now on a new project to support the immigrant farmers along the way. Every evening after work, Antonio Barrido takes care of the kids. Barrido and his wife raise goats and cattle in southwest Missouri. Two goats just gave birth, and Barrido bottle feeds the babies. One baby goat tries to squirm away, but Barrido holds him tight. Barrido is from central Mexico, but lived in California for years. Then, a decade ago, he moved to Missouri. He says no his traffic. wife liked it here. It was calm, no traffic, no street gangs. For years, Barrido ran a Tex-Mex restaurant, but then sold it. Now he's a budding cattle and goat farmer with more than 100 acres of land. Animals are beautiful, he says. Latino farm owners aren't new in places like California and Texas, but not so in Missouri, where Latino-led farms represent just a tiny slice of farms overall. And they're small operations, with many immigrant farmers still working a second job to get by. But a new project started this year to support aspiring immigrant farmers in Nebraska and Missouri. It's funded by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. One of the project's organizers is Stephen Janetta with the University of Missouri Extension. You're seeing an aging population in a lot of the younger Folks in the labor market that are interested in farming tend to be folks from Latin America. So our programs really need to be designed to help them. On Saturdays at a local library, trainers coach farmers on making business plans, networking, and applying for loans. Hopes are that some farmers will become leaders and pass along what they learn. (laughs) Farmer Sibilo Salas is one of the trainees. On a recent morning, he delivers breakfast to his flock of sheep. He's a natural at it, having worked farms all his life, from childhood in Mexico. But keeping livestock here is different," he says. usaba darles de bastante terreno." In Mexico, they just let the animals graze freely, Salas says. But here, the animals are fenced in, and Salas has to buy feed. It's pricey. Two years ago, when the big drought hit, Salas nearly lost everything and had to sell most of his flock. He started working at a feed company to get by. And even though Salas is in the U.S. legally, seeking out government support intimidated him. Farming is uh, a difficult profession. Russ Neal is a USDA loan agent. He helps farmers recover from bad weather and get loans for land and equipment. He's also part of the Immigrant Training Project. Neal says too often the language barrier creates a distance between himself and the Latino farmers. Because you want to be able to explain in an understandable way, and uh, you know, any time that, that you're not able, or you're not sure you're able to do that, it is certainly a little frustrating. Immigrant farmers can also face discrimination. The USDA is now compensating women and Latino farmers across the nation who were unfairly denied loans in the 1980s and 90s. For farmer Antonio Barrido, operating a farm is more than a business venture, it's a source of pride. He once picked fruit as a teenager in California. Now, middle aged, he just bought a new tractor. <inaudible> Barrido remembers when they delivered the tractor to his day job at an auto body shop. When he went out to sign for it, his boss looked at him, shocked. You're the one who bought the tractor, he asked? And for farmer Los Salas, he hopes to be his own boss and farm full time. Si <laughs> he says he'd throw away his watch and work according to the sun. For The World, I'm Anna boiko in Berry County, Missouri. Head to Antonio Barrido's cattle and goat farm. Anna sent us pictures from Missouri. They're at theworld.org.